Welcome to the program. I'm Michael Anderson. Today we are going to be talking about a wonderful topic, banking and financial literacy. Hmm, how do you put those two together? I'm going to ask you the question, how dry have you baked your financial cake? All that and more coming right up. This is the Smart People Money Show, things that people do with their money and things that smart people don't do with their money. We're going to be getting into it. How dry have you baked your financial cake? All that. So, you know, it's interesting uh, this week because I've been watching a lot of baking shows. And so this is on my mind. And as you do your career, whatever that may be, and what you're familiar with, you think about and see these parallels you can draw, these metaphors you can make. And uh, certainly with financial literacy and financial education, financial planning, uh, I do that as my day job. And then now I've been watching a lot of baking shows and doing a little bit of baking. And um, so now I'm drawing these metaphors. I'm bringing some of them to you today. Uh, very interesting. You know, Dave Ramsey was in the news this week. And he's someone that is uh, generally hard-hitting with his financial advice. You know, no uh, excuses and dives right in. He's good at helping people get out of debt. He's very popular. He's helped a lot of people there. But he just speaks very harshly. There's no room to wiggle. And this week in the news, he took uh, made some comments that a lot of people are questioning uh, his comments that he's made. And, uh, and it is a little interesting what he said. I don't fully understand where he's going with it and, uh, and how he approaches things. But uh, uh, it's been interesting to see. And, and I, you know, I just think in many ways, for folks that are starting out, for folks that are in their 20s, 30s, maybe 40s, and they're just barely getting going with their financial, I guess, saving in a meaningful way, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy. And I don't want to create room to enable bad decisions and bad behavior. But I think in some ways, when you look at Dave Ramsey, and you look at the comments that he's made, and you look at where he's at in his situation for his perspective and the way that he sees the world from the decisions he's making in his life, it's very different than the 20, 30, or 40-year-old getting started. Very, very different. I find it hard to imagine how he can relate to someone who's getting started. Now, I just find that that's with his comments, he's out of touch. He's very out of touch with these things. Uh, granted, he has an opinion, but that opinion, how in line with it is it with the folks that are in the trenches, that are doing the real fighting, trying to get their start, trying to get going? You know, I don't, I just don't think it's fully in line. And I think in many ways, he, he, he and his advice is great for people in debt to get out of debt, to have a singular focus and to try and get your actions in line with that focus and getting out of debt. But with some of these comments, I am a little disappointed with the nature of them. And uh, But in today's world, you have to look at who he is and what he does. He's a media personality. This brings a tremendous amount of attention to him. So even though it's bad PR, they're saying his name. I'm saying his name. So is, is that good PR, even bad PR? I don't know. I'm not sure. But nonetheless, I've been a fan of what he says, not who he is, but what he says about financial literacy for a long time. 
I think some of his principles still hold water, although he himself is out of touch. So who will be the next generation's uh, guru, as it were, for helping people lead their lives with financial literacy? And I think there's a lot of great information out there being created today. I don't know where it's going to come from, but I do know there's a lot of wonderful blogs, a lot of great podcasts, uh, this one aside, and uh, a lot of good information. So we shall see. All right, that brings us to today's topic. How dry have you baked your financial cake? Well, what I mean here, when you're baking a cake, there's a lot of things that you're looking at. The ingredients you're putting in, the time that it's baked, the, uh, you know, the amount of, of time you've let the, uh, the baking dough prove. Um, there's just so many things that go into it. And I'm not an expert here with baking, but as I mentioned, I've been watching a lot of baking shows on Netflix and the one I'm currently into, my wife and I are uh, enjoying the Great British Baking Show. It's been a fun one to watch. And Paul Hollywood and Prue uh, are the two experts. Now, they've baked for years. They're professional bakers. You imagine the time they've spent in the kitchen with the oven, thousands of different cakes and things that they've baked. You know, it's, it's really neat to see them taste with just one bite, they can tell you what's good or what's bad about that particular item. And, and it's amazing to me how they have that awareness. And that awareness comes through having all that experience. I mean, clearly, right? That's how it comes. In a similar way, when I'm talking with someone about financial planning, and the first question that I often ask people is, tell me about your financial situation. And then they do. And in that one to three minutes of time, as they're telling me, I it's like the one bite that Paul and Prue have with the baking dish. They can instantly tell what's good, if it's faultless, where there was a mistake along the way, what should be focused on for the next one to improve it. In a similar way, it's the same with financial literacy and financial well-being. There are a number of boxes that need to be ticked to have it be faultless and to get a high score in your financial life and whether you're baking a cake. You know, have you overcooked your portfolio with fees? Is it underbaked with your allocation? Have you put too much spice in? Is it squishy at the bottom? Or is it perfectly made and faultless? Have you ticked all the boxes? Well, there's a lot to be said for that, and particularly, you know, I find that people don't really know how well of a position they're in if they are, you know, if there might be a blind spot or if they're in a really good spot or what should they focus on going forward? How do they prioritize their situation? It does become confusing. There's no doubt about it with all these different things going on in your life. And it's not something that many people are well-versed at or understand. But you have all these different puzzle pieces working in its own different ways. How do you track it all, measure it all, and uh, know that you're in a good spot? And that, that's financial planning. You know, that's what that is. So getting that review and that look at your situation will often help to know how well your financial cake has been baked. 
and rather if it's too dry, if it's too um, underdone or overdone, where the mistakes are, what to focus on moving forward, and how to make sure that you want that thing to be perfect. You want it to be faultless. You want to get that special handshake for a job well done. And that's the key. That's it. So a, a seasoned pro, a veteran, an expert in finance will be able to help you in just a short conversation. They'll be able to put you on track and get you going in the right direction. Now, what's interesting about this, and I just want to make a few comments here, it's very often in the first few minutes, I know exactly where I think the areas of importance are for your financial situation. How to get your financial cake baked just right, I know the steps and the tips you need in a short period of time. What's interesting about that is financial planning today in, in the world of 2021 is not really about conversations much. It's more about let's have a retainer fee in which you pay me $400 a month for the year and then I'll be with you and we'll have our meetings and I'll go over things in detail with my financial planning software and give you reports and we'll have meetings and it can be a bit of a laborious process. But what I guess I struggle with and I observe is that I don't think that's always the case. Now, for some folks that may be well intentioned and that may be what's needed for complex situations to have that level of um, index of various reports and things. But for most, I don't think it's that complex. I really don't. I think it's a conversation and a two or three page outline that can help someone stay on track or if they're off track, can help them get on track, know where to focus their efforts, be organized in their financial life and, and get things going. And that's, that's really the key. I mean, that's what I find. And what's also interesting as I continue on this topic is, is there's, you know, there's another, you look at the wealth in the world, populations, what, seven and a half billion people. And you look at the wealth that we have in the United States. Even the folks that are not wealthy, as far as the standards here in the United States, as far as the world wealth, there are wealthy. But on a relative basis for where you live and how much it costs to keep the lights on and keep food on the table, that's a relative number. But when you look at that and you say, who is the person? Which service is there that is being provided to help those folks in the middle class or in the middle lower class to make smart decisions with their money, to, to get proper financial planning or financial literacy or financial advice. There's not a lot of good answers out there. There are some things that they can find, sure. You can put a Google search in if you know what to look for and find some great resources, there's no doubt about it. But I'm telling you, it's not easy for those folks in that demographic. And I don't know what the answer is, but I sure would like to see more become available for folks. And I can tell you this too, as someone that owns a financial planning firm, it's not easy to create a business 
in financial planning, in investment management, when you are helping the folks that don't have any money yet. So that makes it really challenging. How do you create a business that will sustain itself when there's not a lot of revenue to be had for the clients that you work with? It needs to happen on volume. That's always a challenge because of marketing. How do you get clients coming through the door? It's an interesting dilemma. It's something that every business has to deal with. It's something that every industry has to look at. Well, those are my thoughts for today. I wanted to bring to you two main topics. How dry have you baked your financial cake? Do you know? Have you ever asked anyone? And we also talked about Dave Ramsey. And how I feel like he's out of touch with the folks that are getting started today. I hope you enjoyed today's program. Today's disclosure is such that I don't know your situation. I don't know who you are. And please don't take advice from me. Oh, this is an educational program. This is meant for folks to be entertained. If you have questions about your financial situation, please do consult a tax, legal, or financial professional. The final note I'll mention is for folks that are looking for a financial professional, someone to talk to, someone to consult with about their situation, feel free to look me up online and I'd be happy to give you a phone call. My website is marinantha.com, M-A-R-A-N-A-N-T-H-A.com. You can look at information there, click the button to get further information, or you can email me, michael at marinantha.com. That's michael at marinantha.com, M-A-R-A-N-A-N-T-H-A.com.